0: for the slightly clickbait nature of the title of today's episode as we are talking about tax reducers which inevitably apply to the more high rolling doctors out there shall we say so we talk about venture capital trusts and the enterprise investment scheme Uh, but right at the end we also talk about something which may apply to you if you're married or in a civil partnership so hopefully there's something for everyone in this podcast and the other thing to say is that most of these podcasts we make are from requests from you guys and thank you so much to anyone who's sent us a request and we do get a reasonable amount of requests to talk about this subject so I know that there are some high rollers uh, listening to the podcast so if you are a high roller and you've made a Lot of money being a doctor. Congratulations, to be honest with you, because being a doctor is incredibly hard. You've worked incredibly hard for that money, and hopefully, this podcast is useful. And keep the requests coming. Thank you so much for all the support that have allowed us to grow this podcast to an amazing amount of downloads. Now, welcome to the Medics Money Podcast. My name is Dr. Tommy Perkins, and I'm a GP. And my name is Dr. Ed Cantelo, a GP, but also a Chartered Accountant and a Chartered Tax Advisor. And yes, you did hear that right. Not only is Ed a doctor, he's also a Chartered Accountant and a Tax Advisor. Medics Money empowers doctors and other professionals like you to make better financial decisions. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast with my co-founder colleague, Dr. Ed Cantelo. Hi, guys. So good to be back in the flow of doing regular podcasts after a little break, which we had, which we talked about in the previous episodes. Um, big news, mate, you've got some housemates. Uh, do you want to tell me about them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I rescued or adopted two rescue cats from a cat shelter uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, they are both absolutely awesome. I love them both. Um, really, really glad to have them in, in the house and uh, glad to be, I would say, looking, looking after them but I'm basically their... Uh, they're i think and uh no they're, they're both really cute one of them is uh, curled up asleep next to me uh the other one's kind of sleeping under the, the coffee table which is where she normally uh normally hides uh but no they're absolutely awesome
0: uh, i love them too but for the purposes of podcast recording one of them wears a bell and you might hear a really annoying jangling bell in the background and that is one of the cats right
1: yep yeah, absolutely i mean so yeah if you hear any bells i apologize in advance
0: Yeah, those noisy housemates, just trying to keep the noise down. Uh, Okay, cool. Um, The other thing that we need to say thank you to our audience because we have passed our Super Niche podcast, which most have been recorded in my garage, um, has passed 30,000 downloads, which the podcast people tell me is insane. So thank you so much to everybody who shared this and enjoyed what we're doing. And we're so glad that it's useful. Um, I mean, it's insane, really. Thanks, guys. And like yeah. I said, m- most of it was recorded in my garage.
1: Yeah, on with the support table.
0: <laughs> True story. Uh, and the other thing to say is that we have now, uh, so we have now matched two thousand two hundred and forty-three of our colleagues to a new financial advisor, independent financial advisor, uh, accountant, or mortgage advisor from our amazing network of talent. And you've heard some of that talent on the podcast recently. Um, so that it just brings me and Ed so much satisfaction to know that we're helping our colleagues make better financial decisions. So just thanks everybody really for sharing it, helping us out and uh, let's get into today's episode because this is pretty niche, pretty technical and I think it's really important to uh, explain that uh, I am a completely financially unqualified doctor uh, you are also a doctor, but why don't you tell the audience why you know about these super niche subjects that we're talking about today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, for, for nine years before I uh, saw the light and head off to medical school, I was a chartered accountant, uh, but also a, a chartered tax advisor. And in fact, for those nine years, my job was mainly in in personal tax, uh, with some corporation tax uh, thrown in there as well. So. Um, did a lot of tax returns for people. Did a lot of tax uh, planning for people in terms of their income tax. Uh, and one of the things that um, a lot of my clients at that time used to, to like to talk about is this topic for today, which is on the subject of uh, tax reducers.
0: Cool. And um, you said you worked for nine years PwC. So that's Price Waterhouse Coopers. That's one of the world's most prestigious accounting firms. Is that fair?
1: Uh, yeah, they they were certainly one of the biggest. I think they at the time I was there, I think they were the biggest, either them or Deloitte's. Uh I'm not sure who is the biggest now, but uh, but yeah, they're quite a, quite a big big accountancy firm. The I least. think they're
0: one of the only firms to not be affected by an audit scandal, as far as I'm aware.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, although I won't yeah, you, know, you never know what's around the corner. I guess, but uh, as far <laughs> as I'm aware, I think you're right on that one.
0: Okay, let's say no I, more I, about I, I, that.
1: I, I, I wasn't in audit, so uh, I, I can't comment on that. Um, Washing was your hands of purely, that one. Pure, absolutely. I was purely in tax, which is why I'm <laughs> here, to, here yeah. today to talk about tax producers.
0: Yeah. And you're dual qualified as not only chart accountant, but chart tax advisor. Um, so that is how you know about this stuff. So tell me about it, because uh, often when we do a podcast, I know a little bit about the subject. But I got to be honest, I'm fairly clueless about what we're talking about today. But I'm really excited to learn about it.
1: Yeah. But, um, I, hopefully this won't get too... Um, too technical, too in-depth, too, you know, I hope people won't kind of think, oh, God, this is really boring, I'm going to switch off. Um, we, we do get quite a lot of, uh, well, a few, fair few requests for this, this topic, actually. Um, and as I say, the topic for today is something called tax reducers. Um, now, these are things that, you know, you probably won't be surprised to hear, reduce an individual's tax liability. They're basically investments that will reduce your tax liability. Okay. Uh, they work in an interesting way as follows so first the individual's tax liability for income tax is calculated uh, based on their income and their allowances uh, and then the tax reducer is deducted from the tax owed okay that's different to say your personal allowances or your uh, professional expenses that we talk about quite a lot Uh, those lower your tax bill by lowering your or reducing your taxable income Whereas tax reducers, they don't lower the amount of income that you're taxed on; they reduce your final tax bill. Okay, so they don't reduce your taxable income, like say the personal allowance, professional expenses, etc. They reduce your final tax income tax liability by just deducting it off your tax bill. Okay, and there are are a few uh, tax reducers which we will talk about today. Um, before we start, though, I have to make the usual kind of caveats clear. I mean, firstly. We're going to be talking about the basics. Um, any one of these topic, these tax producers could potentially be a, a podcast in their own right. I think I'll get way too niche and technical, um, but we're just going to stick to the basics, just to explain, you know, what uh, what they are, because it makes money. But we want to try and expand the the knowledge of doctors uh, with regards to financial matters. Uh, and some, many of you may not have heard of this topic before, and, and it may be of interest. So hopefully, it will be useful. Um, and you know, I apologise in advance if it gets too uh, too technical for people. Um, the most important caveat is, as always, guys. You know, we're not giving any advice here. You know, we don't know your personal circumstances. We're not recommending uh, that you invest in, in any of these tax producer schemes. Um, you know, but if you listen to this podcast and you're interested, you know, you can do your own research or seek advice uh, and and decide on the suitability or otherwise of participating in these schemes. Okay. Um, and most of these schemes were the way were, they were created by by various different governments in the past to encourage investment. Okay, so um, they are there to um, uh, you know, try and encourage people to invest in smaller companies startup companies. Um so inherently, there is some risks there, okay, for those investments. So, you know, definitely look into that. Um and the final thing to say is we should probably make a disclaimer regarding the the, the budget because there is going to be a uh, a budget fairly soon on march the third we We're recording this before then Um there's no saying what the government are going to do in that budget uh they may change these schemes they may scrap these schemes we don't know uh they're not thought to be on the the likely chopping block um but tax is a fluid thing and, and it changes year in year out okay so um you know just just bear that in mind okay and we are going to do a do a budget podcast um so if things have been changed we'll let you know in there okay and um, certainly all these things we're going to talk about apply at least until the 5th of april 2021 okay so without further ado let's talk about what these tax reducer schemes are okay so the first one is called the venture capital trust scheme okay um now, a venture capital trust or, or VCT, that's basically a company uh who shares a traded on a regulated market, and the VCD will invest its funds in a number of different companies, thereby spreading the risk of the investors. Okay, so a VCT is a company that invests funds into other different companies to spread the risk of the investments in the VCT. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. The way it works in terms of tax producers is that if an investor subscribes for shares in a qualifying venture capital trust, uh, she will receive an income tax relief of 30% of the amount subscribed, up to a maximum subscription of £200,000. Okay, and when I say that use that phrase subscribing for shares, I mean that the company is issuing new shares to the investor. Okay, so you're not buying shares. From someone who already owns shares in that company, you're you're subscribing for new shares in that VCT. Okay, so if you imagine, okay, that I had two hundred thousand pounds sitting spare, which sadly I don't at all, but you know if I did, and I invested that by subscribing for shares in a qualifying venture capital trust, I would receive income tax relief of thirty percent of that two hundred thousand pounds, which for those of you who have done the maths, is £60,000, okay? And once my tax bill for the year has been calculated, that £60,000 would just be deducted from my tax bill, okay? Um, I should probably add at this point that tax reducers like this one, they can only bring your tax bill down to zero, okay? So you can't ever get repayment. So if my tax bill was £50,000, I invested £200,000 into a venture capital trust and got 30% income tax relief for £60,000, then that 60000 would come off the £50,000 tax bill, bringing my tax bill down to zero, uh, but it would never give me a repayment of that extra £10,000, okay. Um, two other things to note, the shares have to be retained for more than five years, uh, otherwise uh, HMRC will claw back that income tax relief that you got. And also another thing that's really uh, quite useful, another little perk of investing into a VCT scheme is that the, the dividends on the, the first £200,000 of shares that you subscribe grow for are exempt from tax. Okay, so basically you're investing into a company that then takes all that money uh, and invests it into several other companies. Uh, you're getting a tax income tax relief by getting your tax bill reduced by 30% of that amount. Uh, as long as you keep it for more than five years, and you won't pay any tax on any dividends that come out of that, up to, as I say, that threshold of £200,000, okay, so that's that's the first tax producer, and hopefully that that makes sense, I'm trying to go as simple and slow and basic as I can.
0: Mate, well I understood that it's it's nice and clear, and yeah, this is clearly niche and clearly for high rollers. But I think it's really important, like you say, that we open doctors' minds to what's out there. And uh, I definitely haven't uh, been hearing about much about this, uh, probably because I'm not a high roller. Uh, but no, I think that's a great explanation and really, really useful. Um, cool, and then um, so that's VCTs. What are we talking about next, mate?
1: Yep, yeah, so we're going to talk about. The next one is called the Enterprise Investment Scheme. Okay. Um, and also just quickly on the subject of niche things, um, yeah, most of these are niche. There is one towards the end which actually is a bit less niche for people. Um, so you know, it's even if you're thinking, well, this isn't going to apply to me, I don't have that sort of money lying around. And don't get me wrong, you know, I don't at this moment in time either. Um, you know, you still might find something useful at the end of the podcast. Okay. So maybe keep listening. Uh, but apologies if it does get a bit too technical. But anyway. Second the one at the end is about is... Ma-
0: people that are married uh, or in a civil partnership, right? Yep, that's that's it, absolutely. Awesome, okay. So, uh, EIS, so let's do uh, EIS.
1: Yeah, EIS. Yeah, yeah. So the second scheme, the Enterprise Investment Scheme, uh, that's there set up by the government to encourage individuals to invest in certain companies by giving income tax relief on the amount invested, okay? Very similar to the VCT in many ways. Um, the difference is, of course, that you're now investing in one company as opposed to investing in the into a vct which then takes your money and puts it into various different baskets okay now in this scheme the individual will receive tax relief in their income tax competition where she subscribes for shares in a qualifying eis company okay Uh, and in the basic eis tax relief uh, that's given by way of a tax reducer at a rate of 30 percent like the vct scheme uh, but the limit of investment is much higher at one million pounds instead of two hundred thousand pounds in the VCT scheme, so the maximum amount that you can get your tax bill reduced by, if you were fortunate enough to have a million pounds sitting around, you subscribe for the EIS scheme, you know you get you can basically get a tax reducer here with three hundred thousand pounds. Okay, um, and interestingly about the EIS scheme is that you can claim the tax reducer um, in the tax scheme which you subscribe for the shares. Uh, but you can also carry it back if you want to as well so someone who had a high tax bill last year could subscribe for shares in an eis company in the current tax year and then use it to reduce last year's tax bill so a bit of a, a niche perk for the eis scheme and um, you have to hold the shares for three years at least uh, in this in this scheme or else HMRC will try and claw back that income tax that you saved okay um there are um a lot of lot of conditions that have to be met for a company to qualify as an eis company which i'm not going to go into here as it would get you know a highly technical subject would get even even more technical Um, but just say that you know the companies that qualify for this relief we usually we usually know uh we usually engineer that engineer it so that they meet this scheme Uh, and they'll usually say when they issue new new shares you know that they do qualify because it's you know an added, added incentive for people to subscribe for their shares and give them money Uh, because those individuals that do that are going to get, you know, their tax liability reduced. So, you know, you don't have to go and go and think, oh gosh, I'm just going to look up all these conditions and work out if if this company I want to invest in will qualify. They'll know and they'll tell you, okay. And from a commercial point of view, you know, an investment in a venture capital trust is generally less risky than an investment into an enterprise investment scheme company. Because the VCT is going to be investing its funds in a number of different companies. Therefore, spreading the risk, whereas the EIS investment basically involves putting all your eggs in one basket, which may or may not be right for you. And very linked to this is the third tax producer, very similar, it's called the Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme. Okay, Uh, and it's basically very similar, as I say, um, for those companies to qualify. The difference is that the Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme just focuses on smaller early stage companies, hence the use of the word seed in, in the name. Uh, these companies are just starting out, just about to start hopefully growing. Okay, um the income tax relief is again available when individual subscribes for shares in a qualifying um, seed enterprise investment scheme company. You get relief this time around at a rate of 50%, so much nicer, much higher, uh, up to a maximum amount subscribed of a hundred thousand pounds. And you can see that although the amount of investment which qualifies for the relief is significantly lower than under the EIS. Um, the rate of relief is higher to make investments commercially viable for investors of course you know very risky but you know you do get that nice juicy tax relief if you go for it but of course it all depends on your personal circumstances as to whether you want to do that or not okay so hopefully i haven't lost you guys yet there's this one more tax reducer we're going to cover uh, and then we're going to one that as i say might be more applicable to a lot of people listening Um so the last um Tax we're going to talk about is called the, the Social Investment Tax Relief. Um, now the Social t- Investment Tax Relief, this was designed to encourage individuals to invest in what the government terms social enterprises. Um, a social enterprise being a community interest company, a community benefit society, a charity, you know, and, and they can apply to the government to become a social enterprise uh, and hence people that invest in them uh will qualify for this relief okay And um, i wasn't really sure whether to kind of mention uh this one because at the time of recording the scheme is has a natural um expiry date of the 5th of april um 2021 um so it hasn't, hasn't got very much lifespan left in it given what we're recording this podcast not that long before that date um but as we mentioned before there is a budget on the 3rd of march um uh, there is a chance that the scheme is extended Certainly, the government are under a lot of pressure from charities and other groups to to extend it, so you never know, it may be relevant, but apologies if not. Um, Anyway, for those of you who are interested and can get in there before the 5th of April 2021, or afterwards, if the scheme is extended, then you can get income tax relief available at a rate of 30% of the amount of shares subscribed for up to a maximum of £1 million. Okay. Now, I fully appreciate that a lot of our listeners won't exactly have much spare cash around to invest in these schemes. Uh, and of course, you probably all have realized that there is an inherent risk in all these schemes um, as the government are trying to incentivize us to invest in smaller or startup companies. Um, you know, it's inherently risky. You know, a lot of you won't have the money to do this. Um, but hopefully, you know, you guys listening in will now feel a bit more informed about these about these schemes, about their existence, about what they are. And for some of you out there it may be something you're, you're interested in um so hopefully that was uh useful interesting but uh right way um we do have one more thing to talk about which is um another tax reducer there actually are actually a couple more tax reducers but this is one that probably will um most likely apply to more of our, our listeners than the above um so that's called the marriage allowance okay uh not to be um, confused with the Married Couples Allowance, which is a scheme that um, used to exist, uh, but now only exists for people that were born before 1935. Gonna guess that most people listening to this weren't born before 1935. So I haven't included that in the, in the podcast. Maybe I should have done, you never know. Silver surfers
0: probably listening. Like a lot of uh, silver surfers are into podcasts and everything. Like I had a e-consultation, online consultation with an 88 year old uh, um, patient the other week. And uh, I phoned him up on a normal phone and patronizingly said, do you have a smartphone? He was like, yeah, I got, I I got iPhone 11 run iOS uh, 12.6. I just found the update last night. I was like, Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so oh, yeah.
1: No, that, that's yeah, that's fair enough. Um, marriage so allowance. You know, that's it. You never know who's listening. Um my my, my dad was born in 1936, so it's always a bit grumpy that you can't qualify for the the marriage couple allowance. But anyway, mm. um so the marriage allowance, um maybe more relevant to our listeners. Um so married couples, civil partners, uh you may be able to take advantage of a, a transferable tax allowance, which is commonly referred to as the, the major allowance. Uh, it was a real uh, pet project of, of David Cameron. who's was quite obsessed by this, uh, and it came into existence finally in, in 2015. Um, I think uh, I can't remember the exact protocols. I think the Liberal Democrats agreed to allow it if he allowed that ref- uh, referendum on proportional representation, that vote there. Um, anyway, it was he was quite obsessed by it. And he finally got it snuck in uh, applicable from the 6th of April 2015. Um, So how does it work? Well, the marriage allowance basically allows certain individuals who are married or in a civil partnership to elect to transfer some of their personal allowance uh, to their spouse or civil partner. Uh, The election is going to be of particular use where one of the the, the, um, spouses or civil partners does not have enough income to utilise all of his or her personal allowance. Okay, so how does it work? Well, basically you can transfer some of your personal allowance uh, and the amount of personal allowance which can be transferred is ten percent of the personal allowance. Okay, so if you're if you have your personal allowance of twelve thousand five hundred pounds, and you're not going to utilise all of that, you can transfer up to ten percent of that to your spouse or civil partner, and they can then claim the benefit of that extra personal allowance. Okay, um, where the reason why this kind of falls into this podcast is that where the election is made. Um, the relinquishing spouse or civil partner, their their personal allowance is reduced by the amount transferred. So it will go down by 10% if you transfer it to your spouse or civil partner. Um, But the recipient won't actually see an increase in their personal allowance uh, by that amount. Um, Just to make matters as confusing as possible, instead you get a reduction in your income tax liability of 20% of the transferred amount and um, I've, I've no idea why they they did it this way it just makes things much more complicated um might be useful if i um if i give some numbers to try and explain what's going on here so if you run the numbers for the current tax year at the time of recording which is the 2020 to 2021 tax year um if spouse one transfers the maximum amount of personal allowance possible that would be 10 percent of the current personal allowance Of twelve thousand five hundred pounds, so they can transfer ten percent of that, one thousand two hundred fifty pounds, of their personal allowance to spouse two. Then spouse two's income tax liability or tax bill is reduced by twenty percent of this one thousand two hundred fifty pounds. So basically, they can they get a tax reducer of twenty percent of that amount. So two hundred fifty pounds can be deducted off their final total income tax bill okay um again really weird confusing but that's just the way they, they arranged it Um you make the marriage allowance election uh on the self-assessment tax return um but relief can often be given to the uh, recipient via their tax code okay so the spouse is transferring 10 percent of their personal allowance has to actually do a tax return to say they want to do this um and then the recipient um, can maybe get that on their tax return if they didn't one, but if they're not doing a tax return, then the recipient can just get that amount of money knocked off their tax bill via their tax code. Okay. Hopefully that made made sense. Um, you know, they don't really make tax particularly um easy to understand. So uh I'm hoping that was as uh easy to understand as, as I could possibly make it. Um but if you know, don't blame me, it's you know, blame the, the government for making it so complicated half the time. Um so hopefully that was useful, guys. You know, so I mean, just to summarize, you know, there's a number of these investment schemes created by the government to try and encourage us to invest in small or startup companies that require funding. Um, they will provide taxpayers who participate in the schemes with uh, an interesting incentive that you can reduce your tax bill by a flat rate percentage of the amount invested up to a specified cap, which depends on which scheme you use. Um, not for everyone. But hopefully uh, they're going to give our listeners uh,
0: some food for thought. Mate, I love it. Um, that was a really nice, super simple explanation of something which is clearly hideously complicated. Uh, also gives us an interesting glimpse into your former life when you were sat at PwC in London as a chartered tax advisor. Uh, this was like your yeah. bread and butter, was it?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, part of it was it was definitely uh, you know part of that bread and butter because um, uh, people that had sort of large tax bills in the previous tax year would often uh, want to invest in these uh, enterprise investment schemes because they could then get that 30% tax reducer and, and carry it back to the year before and, and then reduce the tax bill and, and so on and so forth so so yeah I mean these were definitely um, uh, you know part of my, my life some of these actually I knew though so I mean the, the seed investment enterprise scheme is a reasonably recent um, scheme so I didn't really get involved in that at all but uh, and the marriage allowance came In my final year of medical school so i've never had to make that claim for any of my my clients but uh you know that's interesting well interesting thing about tax you know it's constantly changing you've got to constantly keep your skills up to date like much like medicine really
0: yeah definitely and hopefully uh, Rishi Sunak doesn't change too much of this uh, coming up in the budget on March the 3rd yeah. but if he does we'll definitely drop in and edit or and yep. also we're doing we are doing a budget podcast episode so uh, I'm excited about that I know that Ed is and hopefully our listeners are too mate that was so good I love this super niche Thanks. knowledge that you've got and um yep yeah, that clearly does not apply to uh, many of us except maybe the, uh, the marriage bit at the end maybe um um, but super yeah. interesting, super useful. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you guys for listening yeah. and sharing it. Yeah, thanks, guys. All the amazing feedback that we're getting from you guys. really appreciate it uh, as we push on um, empowering doctors to make better financial decisions by educating them on things like this. I uh, look forward to seeing you all on the next podcast and take care out there at the moment.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys.